business. Oh, shit. Harry's broken the house that he's living in at the moment. So good. So good. Don't worry. Did you kick the dog that you definitely don't own? Oh, shit. I don't know what happened, but Harry's just disappeared. When you say the house he doesn't own, you make it seem like he's squatting. Yeah, he I kind of is. is. Did, nah. Was he meant to take the dog back to his owner? Is that why he just went, oh shit, and then just ran? I think he realized that the, 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 the dog's outside. He left him in the park, I think. <laughs> yeah, left <laughs> uh, him just tied to a bench. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This dog looks like looks like, the, like a Disney puppy, and he was just outside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was it genuinely, you just had the dog just tied up outside? <laughs> you put me outside for two minutes, and it's been 45 now. <laughs> like, what did, I, what did I do wrong? Hello everybody and welcome back to The Movie Men. Very soon we're going to get on to talking about film and all that good stuff. But first off, I'd like to introduce you to a cadre of scumbags. First time we've all been together for about seven years, I think, is it? So, Mark Stack, Ollie Britton, Harry Anton. How are you guys? Good. Good. Really good. Too excited. Here's some energy into the show. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. I'm so stressed. From not seeing you guys, I've lost all my hair. I know, you uh, look, it's disturbing me how much you look like Al Murray, the pub landlord. Don't say that. No, <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> Al Murray, but wearing a pair of like aqua turquoise headphones that look like they've come out of like Tommy Girl. <laughs> Tammy Girl? I don't know. It kind of works. Five pounds, so who's laughing? I'm not a teenage girl. Well, we are <laughs> laughing at and with you. Um, so, fellas, first off, uh, there's been some stuff going on with people in isolation. Sam Neill appears to be slightly losing his mind. But um, <laughs> it, on the flip side of that, he's been making some great content. He's been making a series of home movies called... Uh, one was called Das Leak. One was called Das Bad, which was a scene involving him in a bath with Hugo weaving. And now he's just released one called Das Bog Roll. So I want to hear from each of you guys what film you would love to see homemade in isolation. I'm going to start with you, Mark, seeing as you injected so much energy into the intro already. Oh, well, my <laughs> Castaway. That's my answer. So Castaway. More that energy. Works. Do, you want, do you want to elaborate? <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Well, it is, isn't it? It's it's the easiest one, and that's the way I think. What's the easiest thing you can do? What are you making Wilson out of? Um, toilet roll. Just toilet. It's, it's That's going to be answer, his it? answer for every <laughs> single thing. <laughs> you must be minced if you're using toilet roll for this sort of tomfoolery. That's like gold. <laughs> it's like paper well, papier mache head out of toilet roll. That's well, the, you, how like the, the structural integrity of toilet roll is so bad. How much toilet roll are you going to need to make a papier mache head? Well, yeah, you, you'd you're have to every day. You, need to make, you just draw. You just draw a double U on the. That's true. You'd That's be crying you... about Wilson all the time. He'd be like, Wilson again. He'd always yeah. be dying. At least you could mop you up really... your tears with his head, though. Yeah. <laughs> true. Um, Harry, looking true. like a Greek god, as Ollie described you when you first came to the pod. How about you? What film would you like to see? Homemade in isolation. Um, I'm going to go with Titanic again. <laughs> Is this just going to be your answer every week? Mm. <laughs> yeah, but. You can do it easily because we discussed last week. Most of the film happens like on a table in a kit or like in the restaurant bit, anyway. Yeah, it's true. And the rest can be done in the bath. Yeah, nothing actually happens outside. Yeah, and then we just go to the bath, throw some water out, 
Done. I'm going to let you do it one more time and then I'm going to make you do something more original. But okay, Titanic, Ollie? Um, I think it'd be quite funny to do, it'd be, it'd be like very creative. You'd have to think about it a lot, but like Lord of the Rings, but it'd obviously be super condensed. So like you'd have the hobbits just like in your garden and like Mordor's like- Like gnomes. Yeah, yeah. And then like Mordor's like the conservatory or, or like the, the utility room. You know, and then they're like, got to go upstairs and like Legolas down the stairs, you know. You use, use the stairs as two different sceneries now. <laughs> Is this just a game you're playing with your child? No, he's, <laughs> way, he's way too young. It's a game I'm playing with my wife. Um, <laughs> You've actually been doing films in isolation or Hannah's just been filming you doing crazy shit. She films me trying to entertain my son, um, which people think is like a comedy thing, but that's just what I I do at lunchtime, just just to, to sort of dance Trust around, me. desperately trying to get his his approval. But him, he's he's not a fan. Not so far. Uh, I'm not surprised. Yeah, so she's well, just humiliating me. That's good. Well, I went with um, I went with the Wicker Man, but specifically the remake. So you could get some crazy cage jumping around the house. I'm not a very good actor, so I could just rip him off and how shit he is in that film even though we love Cage and <laughs> then at do. the end you just have yourself a toilet roll wicker man that's gonna go up like kerosene obviously you'd have some tricky bits sourcing a bear suit and some bees <laughs> uh, but bees in the I'm, garden. I'm confident I could find some bees in the garden one, one uh, bee at a time one bee at, yeah. yeah like uh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah. Johnny Cash song one piece at a time just one bee at a time and uh, <laughs> it could actually happen because apparently when asked what roles from his career he'd most like to revisit Cage actually said the Wicker Man. Wow. Nice. Uh, but what he did say was he would like to hook up with one of the great Japanese filmmakers and make it in Japan, except this time he's a ghost. So in Japanese. I would, I would watch that's, that. That's where Cage is at. So he wants to do it in Japanese. He's going to learn <laughs> Japanese. As a ghost. Wow. I would watch that film. That sounds like the kind of films Harry reviews on Three Fast, Three Furious. <laughs> Yeah. Wait for this out. week. There are some blinders. Ah, what? Ah, what is it? What is it? What, what is it? What is it? What is it? Oh no! No, not the bees! Not the bees! Ah! Oh, no, my eyes! My eyes! Ah! Ah! So this week we are up to number four on our list of the top 25 films to watch for free, absolutely free, on Amazon Prime and Netflix. And we have a Netflix one this week. It's Moneyball. Here's a little bit of what we watched last night. There are rich teams and there are poor teams. Then there's 50 feet of crap. And then there's us. That's a dollar, man. What? Welcome to Oakland. We're gonna shake things up. Why don't you walk me through the board? I believe there's a championship team that we could afford because everyone else undervalues them. Like an island of misfit toys. We are card counts at the blackjack table. We're going to turn the odds on the casino. So just a brief overview of Moneyball. It's from 2011. Uh, and Brad Pitt stars as Billy Bean, the general manager of the Oakland Athletics baseball team, who are one of Major League Baseball's smallest franchises. And with the help of Jonah Hill, he makes a huge gamble by going against baseball tradition using a method called sabermetrics to identify undervalued players in an attempt to overcome the team's disadvantages. Now, it sounds fucking boring, if I'm honest. Hey, this guy looks at baseball statistics, but Harry, this was your recommendation. So why did you recommend this film? Oh, on the spot a little bit here, Callum. Didn't prepare anything. Um, it's become strangely like one of my like all-time favorites. I, I, I think I've been trying to think about why exactly and pin it down why do I keep on revisiting it. 
And there's films that you can revisit over and over again. And if in order to do that, they ha everything has to be perfect, I think. So like the writing, the, the, um, the score, the, the acting, the story. But I think like there's an underlying theme which is about, um, which is really inspiring about not giving up, about you being the only one who believes your, who believes in what you're doing and just carrying on doing it. So I think that message is what resonates with me and what, why I carry on watching it, I think. And being a dick to old guys who have been in the biz for <laughs> 30 years. Um, Mark, are you a five tool guy? Uh, excuse me? Five tools. Five tools. You know, he's got oh, a swing, he's got oh. the athleticism, he's got the dick. <laughs> This guy's yeah. gone <laughs> I don't know what any of it is. That's the thing. Like, it's, I think we're probably all the same. Um, we don't know a lot about baseball, but it, it makes it very, I don't know, it, it makes it enthralling. You don't have to be a massive sports fan to, to enjoy it. But Ollie, no. are you the type of guy who, when he walks in a room, his dick's already been there for two minutes? <laughs> I, God, I wish. God, I wish. <laughs> I think Ollie is a little bit like that. I is that gravitas charisma yeah just a large yeah. penis maybe it's, it's cocky, so big it's cockiness yeah it's, if it's you've not seen Moneyball these are references to coaching chat that goes on in the room which is how they assess players basically mm. yeah. um, good jaw uh, good face <laughs> yeah yeah good face yeah, girlfriends are six that's the that's some of the best stuff the <laughs> yeah. old school um, yeah. sort of sexism it's not yeah. even mean that's the thing. It's quite. It's adorable. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's so serious. But he's, he's deadly serious that that's a criteria. You know, he's not making a joke. He's like, his girlfriend is not good looking enough for him yeah. to be in this franchise. Because what does that mean? He's like no confidence. He's got no confidence. No he can't play yeah. Ball. He's like, yeah. I uh, suppose that makes sense. Actually, Ollie, what I yeah. really wanted to ask you though was, as Mark kind of said, it's a film about sports, but you don't see too much sport in it. You're the. You said during it, you had no idea about baseball, but you still managed to connect with the film regardless. Yeah, it's awesome because I don't know anything about baseball. So one, I left the film feeling like I know about baseball. So that's kind of good. I'm like, yeah, man, baseball, World Series, 20 in a row, all that kind of stuff. Oh, spoilers. Um, and and It happened yeah, like 20 years ago. It's yeah, fine, yeah. you can spoil it. But at the same time, I still don't know anything about baseball. So it's just such a, um, uh, what, it's such a compelling story. And like Harry said, it's for just the stubbornness, pigheadedness of like, I'm going to go my own way despite everyone being against me. But it's so strange because I was thinking today about this film and how there's no like character arc for anyone, really. There's moments of growth, but they're so condensed that you, you, you get like a slither of catharsis. But even then it's like, it's barely there, but, but it's still so compelling. Maybe it's because it's very real or maybe it's because you, you're just so invested in what he's trying to achieve. You don't care about the people in it, but I think that's difficult to do in a film, and certainly one with a big, big, a big budget. It's like Hollywood in its budget and its cast, but not at all in the way it's delivered. You know that was on purpose. The um, there's a Brad Pitt interview which he says he the films he likes are the seventies movies when it's about the character, and people get obsessed with having a character arc. But I know that wasn't the point you're making, but it is really interesting yeah. because he just he stays the same for the whole film, and people people change around him, or they don't change, or they leave which is more realistic, I suppose. And it was more interesting because it went through so many different people in and Brad Pitt was basically the reason this film got made because he put his name on it quite yeah. early on and then- Co-produced it. Yeah, and then he, and it was, he, he spent five years just trying to get it made. It went through Steven Soderbergh. And if you see the film, some of the film is in a documentary style. It's because originally um, Soderbergh wanted the film to be like half documentary with one or two actors in it. 
and then get it to the studios. And the studio was like, you want to make a film about a sports film about a book with no one winning <laughs> anything. And then you want to make it a documentary with no stars in it. And Soderbergh was like, yes. <laughs> well, that's obviously not going to happen. So then Soderbergh left. But the, the story was then made by Steve Zalian, Zalian who wrote yeah. Schindler's List. Schindler's List, Gangs of New York, American Gangster, The Irishman. He's got quite a... Uh, Resume. Yeah. But it needed like a zip and someone recognized that and gave it to like the best person for zippy dialogue in film or the Aaron world. Aaron Sorkin. Aaron Sorkin, yeah. So the, the amount of talent working on this film was ridiculous. And the amount of talent were, um, in the film as well. The cast, yeah. really, really strong. Mark, well, name some of the some of the highlights for you in terms of the performances in the movie yeah well i mean obviously jonah hill and brad pitt are so great in it jonah hill is i'm the, the biggest fan of jonah hill i absolutely love him me too and he's just brilliant in it and it changed his career his career was amazing anyway obviously but he was a very comedic actor and that's what he was known for but this shows how good he is and he's gone on to such amazing things after wolf of wall street things like that um but then you've obviously got Seymour Hoffman, who just kills me in this film. He absolutely, he's so good. He's just so real. He's so real. He's just like all his pauses, all his size, all his mm. movement. You're just like, this guy is doing everything wrong and you just love him. Um, I mean, yeah, the, the rest of the cast is great. Um, Callum, you were telling me about, I can't remember his name now, Stephen. Is it Bishop? Stephen, first thing I've seen him in, to be honest. Who played baseball. And actually, that's one of the scenes I love. He's smashing balls in a in a batting cage. That's great. And he's like got that real, I mean, I wouldn't know because I don't know baseball, but he's got such a natural like, style. He's putting his bat down, he's talking, he's smashing the ball, he's talking. And it's a really massive scene in terms of turning the team around as well. Yeah. i tell you what. Good casting. What a handsome man. Yeah, Honestly, he's, he's in a film opposite Brad Pitt and I could not take my eyes off Stephen <laughs> Bishop. <laughs> Before we do our final thoughts on the film, just wanted to touch on the music as well. I know Harry and Ollie, you both had pretty strong takes about it. Yeah, there's a song called It's a, it's a Process, which is, it, for me, like sums up, sums up the movie just absolutely perfectly. It's, it's my, so it's Michael Danner who does, the, who, does, who does the soundtrack. And with the exception of the one song which like breaks everyone's heart, which is the, yeah. the girl, his daughter it's singing. So catchy awesome. as well. That's actually not in keeping with the rest of the soundtrack, but it's so no, in it's keeping it's so in keeping with him because it says basically just enjoy the ride, Dad. Because he's someone who only sees the end goal. So it's perfect. But mm. the um I've ne- I don't know if there's a film that the soundtrack just elevates everything and it takes it from this like I suppose it could be monotonous, but it's not. Um, scene of offices and different um, baseball games behind the scenes and it just like elevates the whole film mm. and it's just it's a br- it's, it's a brilliant soundtrack I love it and Ollie though you were saying when the music goes away yeah I was saying talking about in the music or sort of the lack thereof like they use silence very specifically like it's a very, very intentional and it's so powerful like there's that one you know really big poignant moment in the story obviously again no spoilers and in a, in a thousand films, you'd have a huge, um, you know, score that was building, you know, forte, 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 like a huge crescendo. And it's it's absolutely silent and it's so loud. It's it's one of the loudest silences I've ever heard in a film. And like at the beginning, it's it's almost like a thriller. It's like conspiratorial. There's like the grading's very dull, lots of long lingering shots. And that music being very quiet is something you have in horror a lot to build suspense. So they build suspense so well with, as you say, a storyline about statistics but it's it's so effective 
Right, let's uh, let's wrap it up then with uh, favorite scenes from each person. We were doing Rotten Tomatoes, but this is another ninety four percent, and I'm getting tired of the every film's amazing. So, favorite scene, Harry. My uh, it's definitely um, Hamburg hitting the home run. There's a the favorite one of my favorite moments is is so in keeping with the film, and it's Brad Pitt basically holding his head, not looking no at sound. the TV screen. No and sound. like Ollie said, there's the there's no yeah. there's no sound at this point. He just hears the whack relief. That's the other side there. Mark, favorite favorite scene? I mean, it's hard to pick a particular one, but any just do you know what I really liked actually? Jonah Hill and Brad Pitt. Whenever they're together, it's just amazing. But there's a bit where he's like, "You're gonna have to, you know, tell a player he's traded." And he's like, "No, it's not. It's stupid." And it's it's natural. It showed you who he was. He didn't know what the fuck he was doing, and he was in a baseball club, and you know, it was, it was great. It showed who. He Ollie, was. yours. It's all. It's kind of a toss up. There's one I just love because it's such a scene that would normally be cut when he's talking to the his ex-wife and the guy about custody. Oh, oh yes, yeah, Spike pick, Jones. They don't pick up on it. They don't. Um, Spike like, Jones in sandals. But but I think actually the first scene with Brad Pitt and Jonah Hill when they talk, not the meeting, because I love that Jonah Hill's being like intimidated and like oh, I'm just being honest. But there's something in Jonah that wants to that follow has him to out. Tell him. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love that, and, you, and, and that's and a great bit of acting because he buries yeah. it. And because and, yeah. and, he he doesn't sell it with his face or anything, it's so hard to. I was kind of saying, why does he get up? But yeah, I do believe that he did get up. So I think it's great from from Jonah Hill. I'd go for the uh, scene where he's doing all the multiple trades at once. Perfect. Where he's yeah. Spinning oh, the oh, oh, yeah, he's calling this so guy. Calling that that's, guy, when guy. that's when he puts. <laughs> that's when he puts Eminem to his mouth. He's, yeah. <laughs> Straight up. He's eating a lot, and he he just it shows you how his mind works how the, he is just in control of every situation and he is such a puppet master. He has that force of will and that's basically it. And then uh, my other one I think deserves an honourable mention is the where he does that double U-turn in the car. Yeah, yeah I, love you, I yeah, loved that w. scene. It was so well shot. It was just one camera next to him in the car, really close to him. And he just does a U-turn. It's like his one moment of losing faith. When Jonah Hill gets to work and he's like, Oh, and he's like, oh, I used to do three. And he's like, I did 47. And he goes, oh, no, I did 51. I don't know why I just lied just then. Yeah, 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 I love that. Have you ever lied about something and then gone and then someone is okay with it? But then you've got to reissue the lie. I had an amazing one with um, Mark Hallam's housemate at uni when we were drunk and we were talking about um, the Libertines. And like, we were drunk and he was like the biggest fan of the Libertines ever. And I just, I've, I don't think I've ever done this for in my life. I was like, yeah, I've seen the Libertines. <laughs> and it became Why? such a thing that every time I saw him, he was like, so tell me more about this gig. Well, I, well eventually I was just like, mate, I haven't seen Libertines. <laughs> that is exactly the same. It just went too far. What is happening at Oakland? It defies everything we know about baseball. If we win with this team, we'll change the game. This better work. I'm just kidding. Mark, you know your way around first base and second base. Yeah, what does that mean, getting on base? Is that just like... Do you mean with baseball? Yeah, when he says he gets on base, I'm like... Because, right? Do you mean in baseball? You think I'm talking about pussy? I'm married with a child, Mark. (laughs) (laughs) I live my life a quarter mile at a time. For those 10 seconds or less, I'm free. Right, let's smash into three fast, three furious, which is Harry's turn to shine. So rare that Harry gets a chance to shine these days. So uh, wow. Harry, 
if anyone actually I can't be bothered to explain it Ollie you explain what happens when th- three fast three furious three fast three furious three movie trailers um, synopsized is that a word I don't know at light speed by none other yeah. than Harry Anton and we've got to decide which one that we thought was funny and or would like to see let's do Absolutely. this baby I actually have the watch back now that I used to t- I mean I've had about 15 the same, same watch. watch that I used to uh, time it with so I'm going to do that so Harry I'm going to do the old uh, let you know when you've had 10 seconds for each film you're going to make that, so, that bird noise like, can Ollie do a noise after 10 seconds I feel like Ollie I could do an awooga I could do a buzz I could do a countdown I know what I'll do I'll do um, shooting stars <laughs> Ufafu yeah. okay you do that I'll point you stars. when it's 10 seconds and then you can make the noise okay great okay so Harry you ready yeah uh, three, two, one, go. So Capone with Tom Hardy, and Tom Hardy's doing that funny walk that all his characters have, that weird sideways look up to the camera as well. Directed by a guy <laughs> who managed to make an unsuccessful superhero film, this has got smash hit written all over it. Oof, <laughs> The next film is a Sky production uh, about gangs of London. The film is actually called Gangs of London. What's it about? <laughs> Just take a fucking guess. Probably directed by someone trying to be Guy Ritchie. Uh, the next film is called Never Have I Ever on Netflix. The tagline is buckle up for some steamy teen romance. <laughs> Oof, ah, um, Steamy wow. teen romance if I was a teen. I mean, I'd probably get involved. But I think it's better like now. What, like American Pie? Or yeah. It just looks awful. Like, they just get two random, like, quite good-looking teenagers. <laughs> no one's actually going to watch that shit. Are they young and sexy, though? That's the question. That's true. They're kind of like, down, it might be okay. I mean, like, who, who gives a shit? Is there yeah. any nudity there, father? No, they, you know, like <laughs> films that get made now about teenagers, they're not like, like they make skins look like an 18 like, yeah. plus plus. Uh, they're like, uh, so one of those <laughs> nudie films there, father. Um, so oh what film are we watching out of that bunch? I, I kind of got a bit of Tom Hardy fatigue. The, the Gangs of England thing, the Gangs of London, yeah. sorry. Okay, How do you reckon it's going to compare to Gangs of New York? <laughs> Who's in it, Harry? Uh, that one guy, Cole Mamini. That one guy, he does all the characters. I bet Stephen Graham's in it. I bet Stephen Graham's in it. Stephen Graham's got to be in it. Stephen if he's in it, I'll watch it. I'm, my vote is for Gangs of London. They all I want to watch the hot teenagers dancing or I'll whatever it is they're doing. Dance. I'll watch Capone for you. <laughs> God, there's so much stuff to cut out of this one. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it in. Keep it in. I am good at three things. Fighting, screwing, and reading the news. Now, I've already done one of those today, so what's the other one going to be, huh? So, Harry, did you find anything else interesting in the world of film and your trolls oh, trailers? this is the news. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah really it, it worked so well last time. <laughs> You're so lazy now that you don't even intro my news. You just say, ah, <laughs> oh, Harry, was there just anything else going on in the world of something? Din in, din, din, din in it. Big film news this week with um, Dennis Villen- Villeneuve. Villeneuve. Is it Basinger? Basinger? He's making a remake of, uh, well, they've done the remake of Doom and it's got um, yeah. some press this week. They've released loads of photos and shit. And I was going to go through the cast list quickly because it's pretty impressive for Doom. Yeah. yeah. So in Doom, in Dean, Timothy Shimumalunu, there's Oscar <laughs> Isaac, Rebecca Ferguson, Josh Brolin, Jason Momoa, Stalin, Stalin, Scallon, Southgate. Stalin's in it. Stalin's in it. Back. Yeah, everyone's in it. Everyone is in it. Johnny Drive's in it. Um, Dave Batista, Zendaya, Charlotte Rampling, Javier Bardem, and you know all of them. Probably Vinny Chase as well. My Samuel boy Vinny Jackson. Chase. In other news, um, 
This is we'll start. This is pod favourite Matthew McGonagall. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he's in the news this week. This is big news. He filmed himself doing his vocal warm-up, which is the same one he used in the Wolf of Wall Street. <gasps> yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. We'll find it. Mm-hmm. So it's he just did that. It's then... That's right, the film news. <laughs> this, uh, this podcast is just going to disintegrate into a series of Matthew McConaughey drops. And the money comes in, the parade comes to town. Going down Broadway is a one-way street, whichever way I go. So we're going to finish, as we normally do, with a quiz or a a trivia challenge or something along those lines. So I've got questions or I've got movie taglines. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. What do we want to go with? Kind of feels like a decision you should have made before the pod. (laughs) Do you both? Do both? I'll do both of each. I'll do half of each. I'm here. I want to do both. It's all sports movies. It's all sports movies. (laughs) Question number one. This one's definitely going in. Which famous boxer did Robert De Niro play in Raging Bull? I think I saw Harry first. No. I'll give it Mark. Give it a mark because I'm not sure. Because you're definitely going to get uh, it right. It's uh, J- uh, Jake LaMotta. Jake LaMotta. Ah, oh, that's ah. what I would have said. And now uh, I'm going to give you a tagline. So what movie had this tagline? One Dream, Four Jamaicans, yeah. 20 <laughs> Blizzard. <laughs> Harry, anything you can guess? Titanic. No, uh, cool. <laughs> cool runnings. Yeah. How much better would Titanic have been, though, if those four had been on the ship? <laughs> So good. And right there, they just go down the boat. Sanka, you dead man. Sanka. Yes. Sanka. dead man. Yeah, I can freeze it. Next question. What is Cobra Kai? Harry. Oh. I know what Mark. Harry didn't answer quick enough. It's from uh, Karate Kid, but I can't. Ollie. Is Cobra Kai the, the other gang? It's the team. It's the team. Yeah, yeah. the enemy but, dojo. The enemy dojo. And then... Next one on the taglines. He doesn't play golf. He destroys it. Harry. Happy Gilmore. Happy, yeah, Happy Gilmore. Oh, what a great film. Great. Yeah. Great. Happy Gilmore is a walking example of right. Ron Tomatoes is bullshit. What sport would you most associate with a bag of ants? Harry. Uh, God. I it. Stop doing that. <laughs> it's golf. It's golf. It's golf. It's golf. Bag of ants. golf. That's, a, that's a callback for all you acting fans out there. This is my favourite tagline. Kick some ice. <laughs> um, Blades of Glory. Blades of Glory is oh, God, What a great film. <laughs> what, a, what a hilarious The film. brother and sister is fantastic. Okay, next question. This is actually a good informative one. Whose stadium was used for all the ballpark scenes in Moneyball? Nice, nice. It was open nice. No, it wasn't. Think about who it would be. I mean, think that's about what we doing. Think about where they definitely filmed this film. Hollywood. LA. Oh, Hollywood, LA, the LA Dodgers Stadium. Tigers. Dodgers. Dodgers. Was it really? LA Dodgers. Yeah, filmed. All, all eight, there's eight uh, scenes yeah, but, with the stadium hell. in it, and all, they were all filmed at Dodger Stadium. Yeah, but Oakland is like in California. It's not like an in New York. <laughs> True. Yeah, it's just quite, go it's to quite Oakland. A long, hey, man, I'm not a production manager. From... Get off my back. <laughs> I've, I've actually been to Oakland. It was quite scary. It's a horrible place, isn't it? We had to get a train from there, and there was a, there was a man with a gun on the platform. I thought, we're in America now. Uh, okay, this is a fun one. Which of these actors hasn't played a quarterback in a film? Dennis Quaid, Paul Walker, 
Chris Pratt, sorry, on screen? Chris Pratt or Michael B. Jordan? Michael B. Jordan. Harry? Oh, shit. Sorry. Chris Pratt. Michael Jordan's in Friday Night Lights. Chris Pratt. Uh, yeah, that's it? why I quickly had, as soon, but just before I read Michael B. Jordan, I had to change it from in a film to on screen. First one is Any Given Sunday, right? Then it's Any Given Sunday. What film? Yeah. Paul Walker's in like some, some like teen. Varsity Blues. Fast and Varsity Furious, Blues, the, the, the football edition. <laughs> Fast and the Furious, Road to the Super Bowl. Yeah. I don't got friends, I've got a football franchise. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. just, just, just go with it, we need more sequels. Uh, another tagline, love, Amazing. pain, glory. Ooh, that's a good one. Harry should get I know this. this. Mm. Rocky. No. Warrior. No. The Fighter. No. Uh, Keep going. All the boxing ones. If I was to call it a sports entertainment film. Oh, The Wrestler. The Wrestler. The Wrestler. Yeah. Wow. That's not a sports film. Final question. Paul Newman plays Fast Eddie Nelson in two films. What are they? Harry? The Hustler and Colour of Money. The Hustler and the Colour of Money, absolutely. Nice. But, uh, Harry, you, you win. You don't know what to say, do you? Maybe I'm hustling you, maybe I'm not. You don't know, but you should know. So if you know that, you know when to say yes, you know when to say no. Everybody goes home in a limousine. That's all we have time for this week uh, with The Movie Men. So our next film is going to be a documentary, in fact, called Hail Satan. So we're going to be looking at that next week. So looking forward to that one. Uh, in the meantime, everybody stay safe. Don't abuse any more animals, Harry, preferably. Don't abuse any more alcohol, Mark. Don't abuse any more teenagers, Ollie. <laughs> That's a good answer. <laughs> See you in a week. Mine's the best one, so I'll take that. How great is the guy that um, Harry described as a young Mark? <laughs> yeah. Jeremy Giambi. Giambi. The ultimate <laughs> shithouse. Shithouse. Um, I have a question Mark, do you want to you defend all. yourself? Or? Nah. No point. He, him and Otis Redding, best two whistlers. Oh, <laughs> Otis Redding's whistling is insane. Um, right, so that should definitely off. be the main content of the pod. <laughs> We've decided after 45 Otis Redding, minutes. when that man whistles, <laughs> oh, I just want to drop my pants. <laughs> Wait, no, oh, the pod's not great, but if you fast forward to 45 minutes in, we talk about Otis Redding's whistling. We didn't talk about Mr. Bean. <laughs> Mr. Bean. Oh, Mr. Bean, I gotta say, this is very serious Mr. for a man who's an alien who can't speak. How much better would it have been if he'd played it as Mr. Bean? <laughs> Excuse me, Mr. Bean. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> the best baseball team.